This is section 16 of More Newspaper Articles by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. New York Sunday Mercury, March 24, 1867. Barbarous. Read by John Greenman. This item was preceded by an editor's preface. Queer shavers. Shaving a beard or shaving a note is equally disagreeable to most shavees though the grumpy broker who curtails your profits is perhaps not as personally disagreeable as he who abbreviates your beard tweaks your nose pulls your hair stops your mouth breathes garlic or bad rum in your face and then asks to be rewarded because he has not cut your throat hair brushing by machinery has been advertised in the english newspapers and soon we may have shaving by steam which will be a vast benefit to those who submit to saponaceous barbarities from stern necessity but why don't the women's rights folks take the matter up and insist on the right of the fair sex to shave men as well as soft soap them men would willingly submit to the manipulations of pretty girls whose eyes would outshine their razors and whose hands would glide through their hair like pomatumed electricity and whose respirations would exhale from their swelling bosoms as fragrant as the cow's ambrosial breath our red-whiskered or sand-colored mustached youth would rush to the fair barber's chairs and before these beautiful annie lorries lay them down to die if miss dickinson mrs stanton and the other phalanx of aspirants for female editorial honors who intend starting a newspaper to be conducted from the editress-in-chief to the she-devil by females alone would only start a barber-shop on the same principles they would not only have a first-rate chance to talk politics whilst their shavees mouths are being stopped by the soap-brush but also to make a fortune which they will not realize in the newspaper business now for our humorous contributors exposure of the barbarous editor t t if i do not get a chance to disgorge my opinions about barbers i shall burst with malignant animosity barbers are an unholy invention of satan and all their instincts are cruel and revolting they generally have an unwholesome breath but do they care no far from it they are proud of it they get a man down in the barber chair where he cannot help himself and then they hover over him and give him blast after blast and try to suffocate him and when they see him suffering they gloat over it in their secret hearts they know that the first two inches along the jawbone abaft a man's chin is tender and for this reason they keep on shaving and scraping there till they trim off some of the skin and the blood begins to come through and speck the pores they know that that place will smart half a day and annoy him to that degree that even the grave would be a happy refuge and it does their profligate souls good to think of it they love to brush lather into a man's mouth even if it is a man who never did them harm it is nothing to them they would brush that lather into that man's mouth though he were an angel 
nothing gratifies their degraded nature so much they know he will taste it for an hour and feel disagreeable and they think it is smart but i look upon it as an unspeakable outrage they think they are witty they all think that and so they leave a man all soaped up and smarting while they wet their razor on their hand and bandy wretched sickening jokes with their fellows they are always trying to say clever things that will make stranger laugh especially those cheerful young german barbers and so they keep on chirping and chirping and chirping but they never succeed suppose a barber were to be suddenly cut off in the prime of his life at such a time as this without a moment's warning in the midst of his awful career who can tell what that barber's feelings might be or where that barber might go to and they lather a man and then rub and scrub and chafe his face till they get it tender so they can make him squirm when they shave him do they shudder no they view his sufferings with a holy calm and yet such men are allowed to vote such is republican government they are the most conceited race of creatures god has made they rub and gouge and claw at a man's head pretending to be oiling his hair and ploughing up the dandruff but all the while they are paying not even the most distant attention to what they are doing on the contrary they are admiring themselves in the glass and smirking and smiling at themselves and enjoying the way they have got their hair done up suppose they chance to run one of their greasy talons into a man's eye they don't know it and they don't care a cent anyway as long as they think they look charming and as soon as ever they are done outraging a customer they get up and spread before a glass and go to combing themselves afresh such things may be becoming in an ass because it is only a dumb brute and not responsible but they are loathsome in a man barbers cannot carry around more than one idea at a time it would break them down they shave every man against the grain and they part every man's hair behind if he has got much hair on top of his head they part it and stack it upon each side of the line as if they were digging a grave and if he is as bald as a dome what is it to them nothing whatsoever they wool him and plough him and claw him all the same and they grease him to that extent that if he takes his hat off in the sunshine he dazzles people's eyes just the same as if he had a tin roof on they haven't got any more discrimination than a clam such is my opinion of barbers as a class and i will state openly and above board that if i were king barbers would be worth fifteen hundred thousand dollars apiece the next day because they would be so scarce mark twain end of new york sunday mercury march twenty fourth eighteen sixty seven read by john greenman